ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is John 316 Podcast. Um, here this morning, we've got Jason Ramsey and Brian Tuggle uh, here joining us this morning, you know, to share a little bit of, about the life um, of a graduate, someone that came into the ministry, uh, broken, uh, needed help, and uh, through John 316 Ministries and Jesus, they're able to, to able to instill some hope and some life in him. And just the, the things that Jason is doing now um, gets me fired up. Uh, feels gives me faith. Uh, it's a faith builder in my life, and to be able to see things that Jesus can do, that there's no limits right. uh, to what He can do in our right. lives. Uh, you know, the once was once was broken, and now He's put back together. Um, and His family uh, and everybody, uh, there's fruit that comes from that, and that's what He's showing. So, Jason, you know, if you just want to kind of share a little bit about um, about uh, your, where you're at now, where you came from, things like that. Yeah. You know, it's neat because when I look back in March 16th, 14 years ago, I graduated. So when I start looking back at life, 14 years ago, I was dead. You know, absolutely. Um, I had two beautiful daughters, had a wife. Me and my wife were in drug addiction together. Um, the other day, I grabbed my wife's hand, and I remember when she was 16 and I met her. Um, we started doing drugs when she was 16 hmm. um, together. But uh, that was, you know, compared to now, it's a short-lived life because with Jesus, it's eternity of life and peace and joy. Um, and those things, when I reflect on them now, um, it's a testimony to help other people. Because um, not only did Jesus help me through John 3.16, but my wife got set free. My children have grown up in church. You know, I've never missed a birthday. My daughter's... Um, you know, when we go teach at 317, my daughters go with us, and, mm -hmm. you know, they get to be a part of what God's doing now, of course. Um, they've never known anything except Jesus because of John 316. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, true testament of what Jesus can do in your life. Yeah. Um, you know, being that leader, um, you know, so many men want to understand you know, what it takes to be a man. And God's Word says yeah, that. And then what you're doing, you know, uh, to show that to your kids and to lead them. And show them what what is what is true, what is pure, what does Jesus want us to do. That's yeah. great. Well, you know the only limits that Jesus are me. Mm -hmm. You know God has no limits. Um, it's what am I willing to do? Am I willing to put myself out there? Am I willing to um, take a chance? You know what I mean? Because um, I'm not scared of failure. Mm. I'm not with Jesus because it's really not failure. It's just a learning thing now. All right. um, I don't have to go back ever to doing drugs and drinking again, even if I what the world calls failing at something. It doesn't drive me back because circumstances didn't set me free, so circumstances can't cause me to get high. That's right. Because Jesus set me free. Yeah. Yep. It's been uh, it's been challenging. There's been a lot of growth, you know, a lot of growing pains in life. Because um, 14 years ago, September the 22nd of 06 is when I got saved. I got born again. Mm. So while I was here, you know, I got to grow. But then when I left, I really started growing and experiencing. You know, there's trials and tribulations and growing pains, but through those, there's wisdom and. Um, it's been amazing what God has done in, in the last 14 years. He's entrusted me with a business, Jesus and Jason Construction. So out of eight employees, um, seven of them are graduates. Um, it's neat. We went to a job the other day, and I'm talking with the lady, and you could tell she was a little tense. And I said, well, ma'am, I said, I need to tell you up front. I said, I'm a follower of Christ. I said, my employees are graduates of John 316. She smiled real big and said, great. Mm -hmm. She said, I like that. She said, that's good. She said, I know John 316, but... Um, I let them know up front that, you know, we're not who we were, and here's who's coming in your house, you know. That's right. But God has used it in a big way to be a blessing to a lot of people because one of the things I learned here is to give back and to serve, you know, because while you're at the camp, you're going out and you're serving other people and doing God's work. So that's what the business is also, is 
to be a blessing to other people, um, provide opportunities for men who made bad choices but good guys to have a good, safe work environment. That's right. Um, for sure. Well, that's good. Um, you know, also, you know, we just talked about the business and being able to see that, um, you know, made comment, you know, hey, this is this is who we once were, but through Jesus we've been we've been born again and we're, we're new men. Um, you know, and used to in the past, uh, when you used to say, you know, your past and what it, what it what it was, uh, and now when you say you know graduate of John three sixteen, the reputation um, that Jesus has on this camp, they're like, well, great, I'd rather you be that than anything. Yeah, yeah. You know? sure. <laughs> I'd rather you've gone through that because yeah. now you have an eye open experience. Mm-hmm. And to have that relationship with Jesus, yeah. I'd rather you be that than, than just a, a normal person. What the world would say, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the camp, you know, the camp has a reputation, and as a graduate, we have to help maintain that reputation and hold that up. You know, um, and it, it's it's neat though because also you know not only that, but he's allowed me to do transition houses. So when men graduate from here, they get to come live in a house in Batesville, become a part of my family, become a part of the flock that I get to be a part of out at Believers Community Church, and celebrate recovery here in Batesville because um, it's important that you know we do have to change not only our people places and things you know if I don't change in here God doesn't that's irrelevant you know I can, I can move all I want to but if I don't change so we help them to um, build on what they've got here which is a firm foundation so they come to the transition house and they can live there as long as it takes as long as they're growing with Jesus and doing what it takes it's a safe place for them to live to plug in to be mm-hmm. a part of something you know part of a family it's important that we do that um, so that's been neat. I've had, a, out of this transition house, I think I've had four guys get married. Um, we've had two or three buy houses and just settle here and make Batesville their home, um, stay close to the camp. And uh, it's been neat to see them, um, I guess, what the world calls su- succeed. Mm-hmm. But I call that success, too. That's you right. Know, growing up, uh, having a family and getting a godly wife and um, doing the next things, you know, and learning to be a blessing. It's been neat, though. It's been neat. Yeah. Hey, for y'all that don't know, uh, running a transition house, there's a lot of things you go through, a lot of decisions you have to make. Uh, sometimes they're hard ones, yeah. um, but ultimately when you're taking the care, into someone, uh, the care into someone else's life, what a man's life means to you is if it's your own kids, taking that responsibility on to, to mold them and shape them is what Jesus would do. Um, sometimes you got to make tough calls, and that's the reason why it's, it is a success. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, when we're living and walking the truth, we got to make tough calls every day. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no gray area. With Jesus, it's right or it's wrong. You know, and we have to make those decisions in, in every aspect of our life. You know, my wife's an accountant, so she uh, taught me a few years ago. She said there's no gray area in taxes and no gray area with Jesus. <laughs> um, but that's why our business is a, is a success because there's no gray area. Yeah. You know, we do what the Bible says and um, honor God with what he's entrusted us with. It's been neat to see it, though, to see what God's done. Uh, me, little Jason Ramsey, who was a drug addict from the time he was 15 till he was 31, finished ninth grade of school is all I finished, and then God has entrusted me with all of this, and um, it, goes, it flows through me, um, but he's entrusted me with it and entrusted me with business and transition houses, rental properties, people. Who would have thought he would have entrusted me with people? Right. You know, but it's, it's, been, it's been good. It has, for mm-hmm. sure. Well, Jason, on the uh, Celebrate Recovery at Believers, how long has that been going on? Uh, about 11 years. And y'all meet every Friday? We meet every Friday at 7 o'clock at Believers Community Church. You yep. can kind of tell what goes on at Celebrate Recovery. Sure. Well, we meet at 6.30. We have a free meal every Friday. 
And then what we do is we, we go through the process with Jesus of growing closer to him. So it's the process of sanctification is what it is. We use faith-based 12 steps where Jesus Christ is the only option for a higher power. Right. There is no other option for um, God, you know, it's, it's Jesus. And that's what we teach. We teach that we're new creations in Christ. We're not drug addicts. We're not alcoholics. You know, that's who we were before Jesus. Right. Um, that's, we teach what the Bible says, which is truth. Um, it's amazing what God's done. Uh, two years ago, we baptized about 130-something people one year. Um, had over 150 people come to Christ that year at CR uh, about two years ago. I think this year we've had 11 or 12 so far. That's, you know, with all the COVID and the snow and stuff, it's been... All right. um, well, I got up there a few weeks ago, and, and I made the realization that COVID is real and people die, but so is relapse. Mm. So we're not going to stop doing what God's told us to do. We're going to be safe about it and do what they ask us to do, but we're going to keep doing what God's told us to do because my role is to um, help you know people get set free right. um, for sure. But um, we have a great praise and worship, and then we have testimonies. Um, every month we like to hear the, the living, walking proof of Christ, so we have testimonies. And then we have lessons where we walk through, and we walk through the steps. And when you look at the steps, um, step one is stepping out of denial. First thing I have to do is admit that I have a problem, right. admit that I'm broken. The second step is realizing that Jesus Christ is alive, he's real, that I'm important to him, that he loves me, and that he has the power to help me. The third step is consciously choosing Christ. I commit my life and my will to his care and his control. And then from that point forward, after we get born again, we start the process of what I call purging, dealing with baggage, dealing with our relationships that have been broken in our lifetime. What was my part? What was their part? Addressing things that need to be addressed in me, because, you know, I've been walking with Jesus 14 years, but I still have character defects that he doesn't like and I don't like. Right. So I still have to deal with these issues inside of me because I want to grow closer to him. I want to be more like Jesus. Right. So it's a process. And until the day I die, it will be a process. Um, Celebrate Recovery is the tool that God has chosen me to be a part of and to use in my life, you know, after John 3.16 to, um, to continue to grow. Um, every year as I walk through the steps, God reveals something else, whether it's bitterness, unforgiveness, whether it's, Whatever it is, you know, um, he's he's addressing these things, and it's neat to see people grow. Just like in in any part of the Christian walk, though, there's people that just come and attend, right. and then we have some that really excel. Our team at Celebrate Recovery is over 40 people who are just really growing and uh, being active in the body of Christ and in the community, and, and just excelling what I call excelling in in the kingdom work. Um, but it's been neat to see it over the over the years. It's been really a blessing to be um, a part of so many people's lives. You know, we, right. we have a, a large Celebrate Recovery um, on Friday nights we do, which is great because I'm kind of loud, so it gives me more people to talk to in a loud way. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> even last Friday, um, last Friday I talked about um, being insane. Um, and then when we get our sanity, when we come to Christ, He gives us sanity, and we receive strength, we receive acceptance, we receive new life. People trust us, we learn to trust. And we, get, you know, I just went through what we get when we come to Christ. It's right. kind of what we go through, because um, we were crazy, you know. Mm -hmm. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting something different. Right. Sanity is making decisions based on the truth, and Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." So we start making decisions based on Him. We gain our sanity, but that's part of celebrate recovery. That's what I taught last week, and um, it's just neat because it is. It, it's really a growth process. Is what Celebrate Recovery is all about. Amen. That's uh, that's good to know. You know about <clears throat> Celebrate Recovery. In case there's people watching that, uh, 
you know, may have uh, some things going on in their life, and they just need some some questions answered and just, you know, encourage, share some hope in, in your life. Uh, it's never too late. There's never not a point in your life to want to get right with Jesus, to, to be a better father or son, anything sure. like that in your life. So that's great that you've been a part of that. You know, um, as Jason, you know, shares things about his life, you know, you hear how many hats and how many things that he has going on in his life. And, um, guys, that's, that's what it takes, you know. That's what it takes um, to be able to, to always be prepared, to always be ready, you know, to, no matter what goes on um, in your life. Uh, the strength that uh, God gives him uh, is never failing, and it's always going to be with him because of how how much dedication, how much time that he puts into his relationship with Jesus. Uh, that's great. Um, you know, if uh, like you said, it's at Believers Church. Uh, if anybody's in the area, Batesville, to be able to come by and be a part of that, I'm sure the doors are always open. Um, also, you got an uh, what? You got an event coming up? We do. Um, it's neat being a graduate. Um, so. March 27th, I get to come back to the camp with other graduates, and we're going to do an event. It's a mm-hmm. one-day called Man Up. Um, it's just a, a great day of food fellowship, the Word, and um, just a great day where we get to soak up. And um, We like to come back and give back to the camp, so it's a day when we get to bring something to the residents, too. I remember being a resident. Yeah. How I do, and, and I remember being a graduate and how important that it is as graduates to come back to the camp. So I encourage all the graduates to come help and be a part of it. From 10 to 2, March 27th. Um, the theme this year is, you got a job to do, go. Mm. Um, because we do. Um, he called me to make disciples and to teach them to obey him. He said, go, therefore, and make disciples. So that's the theme this year is the Great Commission. Um, hopefully it'll get some men going, you know, get them out and um, doing what they're called to do. Yeah. You know. So graduates and they're like their dad and their brother or yep, kids, sure. uh, tw- 12 and older. Isn't 12 it? and older, yes. Yeah, that's we encourage that a lot. Is yeah. is for for the graduates and, and our our residents. You know, their their families are invited as far as they're twelve and older and their dad. And as long as they're a good influence, they're welcome to come to that. Yeah, this will be our I think our sixth year doing it. Um, yeah, it's been great though. Um, this year I I trucked in some special food. Um, drove a state or two over to pick it up. I'm pretty excited. Uh, yeah, took a, a six-hour road trip, round trip, to pick up some special food this year. Uh, so <laughs> I'm kind of excited about it. Um, that's a big part of it. You know, Jesus fed folks. Well, it's not roadkill along the way. Well, it? maybe one or two. <laughs> but Jesus fed folks, too, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think that's an important part of what we do. I like to um, had some graduates who went, went through some tragedy lately. One of them lost a mom and a, a sister and all that. So um, Saturday night we had an event at my house, and we had about 30 people over and fed and ate and just fellowshiped and lifted everybody's spirits. And then uh, yesterday another graduate, Terry Randall, was able to do the funeral. Um, I was just, uh, it was just neat to see how out here we don't just come out here, but we get a brotherhood. Right. And that brotherhood extends into, you know, the Bible says, mourn with those who mourn, rejoice with those that rejoice. So in our brotherhood, you know, when life goes like this, I got a brother here, got 10 down here, got some brothers here. You know what right. I mean? And we do life together, so it, um, it makes it so much easier mm. if we actually grasp what God's offering us out here, which is a huge extended family as John 3.16 graduates. We have a large family. That's right. You know, with 1,200 graduates, you know, however, however many it is now, plus the 10 that they each bring, you think about it. Mm-hmm. We got, you know, 10,000 family members now. Right. And it's amazing when... We let people in our bubble and become part of this family. 
it extended it extends way beyond being a resident now that's exactly right being transparent you know being transparent with our lives mm -hmm. we can be honest with ourselves yeah we can actually share and open up, share our weaknesses. What man likes to share their weaknesses and different things. Right. Uh, you know, I can I can speak highly of, of you two gentlemen here. The influences that you have on so many men, including myself. Uh, the shepherd, just uh, the discipling, just everything that comes together, just in a nutshell. Uh, the great men of God that y'all are. Uh, appreciate y'all's time on here and and uh, and everything that's, that goes on. Uh, it's such a blessing to be able to have um, you men in my life. Guys are here sharing to the world. You know, it's going to be on YouTube and, uh, and different things like that. You can like and share to that. Um, but uh, didn't know if y'all had anything else. Uh, any closing things? Um, y'all have anything else to do? Yeah, I, I'm gonna. You know, everything we've said today, I, I, I wanted to be a part of it. Mm. But the biggest thing I want to say today is how proud I am of Jason. For the 14 years that I've, he just lives right down the road. Mm -hmm. He's never really left us, him and his wife either, his family. Great. His dad's out here all the time helping us. His brother graduated here. So and now he's in ministry helping people just like we are um, come to know Jesus. And that's the thing is coming to know Jesus. Don't know about him. Yeah. Come to know him. Mm -hmm. Don't just go to church and sit on a pew serving yeah all the things that jason has set the example on for 14 years you know and then he's strong enough to admit weaknesses where so many ministers won't. Uh -huh. and uh that draws men to him is he'll share his weaknesses and that is so important because through that he becomes strong yeah. he becomes mighty because of that and I latch on to that, and everybody else that's watching needs to latch on to that, too. As pastor has, uh, I respect David Insel. Brother David's really one of the last past. We've been here 18 years, and I think maybe there's a, maybe one more in this area that's still pastoring. They, others, one reason they're 15, they're not shepherding the church anymore. A new shepherd is. And it's just so good to have the same shepherd mm -hmm. at Believer's. Brother Jerry Clements is shame shepherd at Pleasant Grove. And uh, so that's important. Jason gets to know his flock and not just get to know them, their kids, their, their in-laws, their, their grandkids, marries them, you know. And um, so thankful for that. And, and uh, where do you see, Jason? I got a couple, two questions. Where is Jason Ramsey going from here and Robin and how do you see the future with y'all, with Celebrate Recovery, John 316, the Transition House? We're, really, that's all the same question. Where, where do you see yourself five years from now? Where do you see John 316 five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now? And how, do you, how does Jason fit in that and Robin and Celebrate Recovery, the future? It's important for people to see a vision Right. Of, of, that's not here yet. It's it's over here. But right. what do you see? Well, you know, with Jesus, everything's about growth. Yeah. So I don't see me backing off. You know, the gifts and callings are irrevocable, he says, so I'm not going to retire from the work of Jesus. Right. You know what I mean? It's uh, I don't even see me redirecting. He's given me this purpose and this place, and this is where I'm going to stay. Right. I mean, he isn't putting me at Celebrate Recovery for 11 years and 
thousands of people and then all of a sudden say, hey, go over here and start doing this. He put me here so I can grow in this and excel in this is why he did. And, he, and I'll always be a part of John 3.16 because if I'm not a part of John 3.16, something's missing from my life mm-hmm. because it's an important part of my life. And when you remove something, something else is going to fill that hole. Mm. good, bad, or ugly, I'm not going to remove the things that God's put there. I'm the only one that has the power to remove those. Right. And I'm not going to. Um, John 3.16 is going to keep growing. John 3.16 needs me. I need it. Right. Um, both directions. Um, I'm very blessed that I do live just down the road and I can come out and, um, you know, on Fridays for morning Bible studies and it charges me up when I come out. It reminds me of where I came from. It reminds me of who I need to be bringing back here. And it reminds me to see broken people for broken people and that they need to be here. So it keeps me involved, you know, so I, I don't forget the calling and the purpose of my life. That's good. Because mm-hmm. I will, like I said, you don't retire from Jesus' work. Right. You know, I don't want to grow old sitting on a couch watching TV. I want to grow old serving Jesus. Um, walking and moving and staying active. Um, like your dad is, I don't know how old, but he's still up and serving Jesus. Yeah, 81. 81. <laughs> yeah. You know, and still actively doing things, still high-fiving, and, you know, giving knuckles. and oh, riding motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, sitting on my trike. Um, and that's how I want to be. I want to be 81 and sitting right there on the front row still, you know, for Jesus. Because yeah. um, Jesus sits on the front row for me, doesn't he? That's At right. the right hand of the Father. He's right up front for me, so I'm going to be right up front for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he does. And my role at the church out there is um, I love it because I'm not a teaching pastor, but I'm a pastor. I'm a shepherding pastor. Um, is what I do. I organize and I get together. Um, and, and I'm right in the middle of the flock right. on all occasions at all times. I'm always right there. Um, but it's neat. Um, I'm, I'm under a wonderful teaching pastor, and you have to have that. You have to have um, different roles. you got to know your role. And I think right. I know my role, and I'm going to keep growing in my role. So Amen. That's my future. Yeah. yeah. That's good. It's funny that you, you, know, you talked about you know, growing older and what keeps you young keeps you doing that yeah. uh brian made a comment earlier or something about the pepsi over, oh, yeah. <laughs> over there we can we can do whatever we want to with this but uh <laughs> talked about uh you know pepsi's been a great supporter of ours uh and he helps uh uh do that to continue that relationship uh and different yeah. things like that so we appreciate i think the pepsi machine's spitting out three cans to one or something, <laughs> something might, like might that. need refurbished john, or john something. Britt said something about you know we yeah. get some a technician out here to look at that yeah. you know <laughs> for sure <laughs> well guys i appreciate y'all's time so much uh and everything that y'all do and like you said he's on the increase why stop yeah. we have a purpose we have a calling just get in it. Why, why change uh, what's working? Just make it better. Yep. Just keep keep growing in that. We can always do more. We can always uh, be better. Uh, you know, it's the word says that we're not perfect. We're to strive to be perfect. We're yep. strive to be just like Him to do that each and every day. Yep. Um, you know, I I have weaknesses myself, but so that gives me my strength to mm-hmm. be able to to know what that is. To so now I know where where I need to grow in. Now I know where I fail in. Yep. Okay, well now let's just do things in the right direction to. Uh, not have that happening yet. It takes Excel in that. So I uh, appreciate that and uh, everything that, that goes along with that. I look forward to seeing what that relationship entails to to doing big for Jesus. Yes. That's right. right. Yes. Thanks for the opportunity. No Thank you.